Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. This is Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 5th of September or the 9th of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. It's also day 10 of repentance in this month of repentance leading up to Yom Kippur. The parasha this week is called Ki Tetzeh, and that means when you go out. And the scriptures from the Torah is Deuteronomy or Dvarim, chapter 21, verse 22, through chapter 22 and verse 7. Please join me to bless and thank the Lord for his word before we start reading the scriptures. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. If a man has committed a sin worthy of death and he is put to death and you hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night on the tree but you shall surely bury him the same day, for he who is hanged is accursed of God. Do not defile your land, which the Lord your God gives you for an inheritance. You shall not see your brother's ox or his sheep go astray and hide yourself from them. You shall surely bring them again to your brother. If your brother is not near to you, or if you do not know him, Then you shall bring it home to your house, and it shall be with you until your brother comes looking for it, and you shall restore it to him. So you shall do with his donkey. So you shall do with his garment. So you shall do with every lost thing of your brother's, which he has lost and you have found. You may not hide yourself. You shall not see your brother's donkey or his ox, fallen down by the way, and hide yourself from them. You shall surely help him to lift them up again. A woman shall not wear men's garment, neither shall a man put on women's clothing, for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord your God. If you come across a bird's nest on the way, in any tree or on the ground, with young ones or eggs, and the hen sitting on the young, or on the eggs. You shall not take the hen with the young. You shall surely let the hen go, but the young you may take for yourself, that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days. That was Deuteronomy 21.22 through 22.7. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we will read from the prophet Amos, or Amos, chapters 1 and 2. The words of Amos, who was among the herdsmen of Tekoa, which he saw concerning Israel in the days of Uzziah, king of Yehuda, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, two years before the earthquake. And he said, 
The Lord will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The pastures of the shepherds will mourn and the top of Carmel will wither. This is what the Lord says. For three transgressions of Damascus, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment. Because they have threshed Gilad with threshing instruments of iron. But I will send a fire into the house of Hazael, and it will devour the palaces of Ben-Hadad. I will break the bar of Damascus and cut off the inhabitant from the valley of Aven. And him who holds the scepter from the house of Eden and the people of Syria shall go into captivity to Kir, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. For three transgressions of Azah, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they carried away captive the whole community to deliver them up to Edom. But I will send a fire on the wall of Azah, and it will devour its palaces. I will cut off the inhabitant from Ashdod and him who holds the scepter from Ashkelon and I will turn my hand against Ekron, and the remnant of the Philistines will perish, says the Lord, the Lord. This is what the Lord says, For three transgressions of Tyre, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they delivered up the whole community to Edom, and did not remember the brotherly covenant but I will send a fire on the wall of Tyre, and it will devour its palaces. This is what the Lord says, For three transgressions of Edom, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because he pursued his brother with the sword and cast off all pity. And his anger raged continually, and he kept his wrath forever. But I will send a fire on Timan, and it will devour the palaces of Bozra. This is what the Lord says, For three transgressions of the children of Ammon, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they have ripped open the pregnant women of Gilad, that they may enlarge their border. But I will kindle a fire in the wall of Rabbah, and it will devour its palaces, with shouting in the day of battle, with a storm in the day of the whirlwind. And their king will go into captivity, he and his princes together, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says, For three transgressions of Moab, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment because he burnt the bones of the king of Edom into lime. But I will send a fire on Moab, and it will devour the palaces of Keriot, and Moab will die with tumult, with shouting and with the sound of the shofar. And I will cut off the judge from among them, and will kill all its princes with him, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. For three transgressions of Yehuda, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they have rejected the Torah of the Lord and have not kept his statutes 
and their lies have led them astray, after which their fathers walked. But I will send a fire on Yehuda, and it will devour the palaces of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. For three transgressions of Israel, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment. Because they have sold the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample on the dust of the earth, on the head of the poor, and deny justice to the oppressed. And a man and his father use the same maiden to profane my holy name. And they lay themselves down beside every, every altar on clothes taken in pledge, and in the house of their God they drink the wine of those who have been condemned. Yet I destroyed the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of the cedars, and he was strong as the oaks. Yet I destroyed his fruit from above and his roots from beneath. Also I brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim and led you forty years in the wilderness to possess the land of the Amorite. I raised up some of your sons for prophets and some of your young men for Nazarites. Is this not true, sons of Israel, says the Lord? But you gave the Nazarites wine to drink and commanded the prophets, saying, Do not prophesy. Behold, I will press you down in your place as a cart presses down that is full of sheaves. Flight will perish from the swift, and the strong will not strengthen his force. Neither shall the mighty deliver himself, neither shall he stand who handles the bow. And he who is swift of foot will not escape, neither shall he who rides the horse deliver himself. And he who is courageous among the mighty will flee away naked on that day, says the Lord. That was Amos, chapters 2, 1 and 2. Now we have come to our portion from the writings, and we will read Second Chronicles, or Divrei Hayamim, Bet, chapter 5. Thus all the work that Shlomo did for the house of the Lord was finished. Shlomo brought in the things that David his father had dedicated, even the silver, the gold, and all the vessels, and put them in the treasuries of the house of God. Then Shlomo assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the fathers' households of the sons of Israel, to Jerusalem to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. So all the band of Israel assembled themselves to the king at the feast, which was in the seventh month. All the elders of Israel came. The Levites took up the ark, and they brought up the ark, the tent of meat, the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent. These the Levitical Kohanim brought up. King Shlomo and all the congregation of Israel who were assembled to him were before the ark, sacrificing sheep and cattle that could not be counted or numbered for multitude. 
The Kohanim brought in the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to its place, into the inner sanctuary of the house, to the Holy of Holies, even under the wings of the Kohanim. For the Kohanim spread out their wings over the place of the Ark, and the Kohanim covered the Ark and its poles above. The poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the Ark in front of the inner sanctuary, but they were not seen outside, and it is there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except the two tablets which Moshe put at Horeb, when the Lord made a covenant with the sons of Israel when they came out of Mitzrayim. When the Kohanim had come out of the holy place, for all the Kohanim who were present had sanctified themselves and did not keep their divisions, also the Levites, who were the singers, all of them, even Asaph, Heman, and Yedutun, and their sons and their brothers, arrayed in fine linen with cymbals and stringed instruments and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them 120 kwanim sounding the trumpets. When the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord, and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Then the house, the house of the Lord, was filled with a cloud, so that the Kohanim could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. That was Second Chronicles chapter 5. And now we have come to our last portion, the Apostolic Writings. And we will read from Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 through verse 28. For this reason, he is the mediator of a new covenant, since a death has occurred for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first covenant that those who have been called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where a last will and testament is, there must of necessity be the death of him who made it. For a will is in force where there has been death, for it is never in force while he who made it lives. Therefore even the first covenant has not been dedicated without blood. For when every commandment had been spoken by Moshe to all the people, according to the Torah, he took the blood of the calves and the goats, with water and scarlet wool and hyssop, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. Moreover, he sprinkled the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry in the same way with the blood. And according to the Torah, almost all things are cleansed with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. Therefore it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens to be cleansed with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Mashiach has not entered into holy places made with hands, 
which are representations of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not yet that he should offer himself often, as the Kohen Gadol enters into the holy place year by year with blood not his own, or else he must have suffered often since the foundation of the world. But now once at the end of the ages, he has been revealed to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And inasmuch as it is appointed for men once to die, and after this judgment, so Mashiach also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time without sin to those who are eagerly waiting for him for salvation. That was Hebrews 9, 15-28. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this year, you will also read the Gospel of John, chapter 20, today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a day of Shalom. And I say Shalom from Israel. Until next time.